Welcome to Red Eye, a conversation series where V and I sit down and have the type of conversations you would have on a red eye flight late at night when the world is asleep. All sorts of thoughts can pop into your mind, and we keep things thoughtful and entertaining as we discuss these ideas. V, man, we're back from the new year. How you feeling, dude? Feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. I mean, uh, I think the, the end of 22, I spent a lot of time just very rarely do I spend time doing absolutely nothing. But, you know, there's always something going on, something stress-related with work or career-wise, as, as, as you and I both kind of juggle many different things at one time. It was very useful at the end of the year just to take a moment to reflect um, and chill and think about how can I do what I've been doing in a more efficient way that doesn't drain me as much um, Emotionally, it's not just about the workload. I think there's there's a balance. There's two things that are kind of issues with pr- productivity, right? Is like there's a there's inevitably some burnout that happens, and I just wanted to get over the cycle of like pushing and burning out, then re- <laughs> then starting the process over again. I think that's yeah. something we work on every single year. But I think as I'm getting older, and I I, I do have to manage my energy better. I think I'm getting a little bit better at it. Yeah. I I resonate with that like a thousand percent. I feel like over COVID, we all built these really unhealthy work habits or rather we like translated unhealthy work habits that were at the workplace to our home. And it's like when you were bound by physical location, it was easy to then get away from work and not have this stuff, you know, seep into your life. So you had your balance kind of created by the physical boundaries. But as we've moved work into more of our lifestyles, and I think this is like a entrepreneur problem that's always been there, but I think the the rest of the world is dealing with it now is like self-management really means setting great boundaries for yourself. And like I resonate in the fact that like it's really easy for me to take on way too much on any given day. And so, you know, one of my folks this, this year, kind of exactly to your point, is to stop working when I'm tired for the day and get the rest that I need. And just reapproach the next day, knowing that it's okay if you miss a deadline, but like if you burn out and your motivation is suffering, there's very little that can bring you back from that other than like a deep, deep vacation. Yeah. Yeah. You need a break, man. You need a break. And I think it was good. Like I saw emails coming in that I was probably supposed to, and texts that I was probably supposed to respond to, but I just was like, okay, they can wait. You know, there's something yeah. liberating about that too is not feeling that need to instantly be on top of everything i feel like that's kind of like something you probably haven't experienced as much as i have is kind of the shift in culture where there is constant accessibility to people um and there's an obligation to respond instantaneously to people when they they reach out to you. And oftentimes I think that hurts too. Like when you're trying to actually make a response, you have to think through your response. And I think sometimes like in in business specifically, a lot of stuff gets lost now because 
you're being flooded with emails, LinkedIn messages, Instagram DMs, tweets, yeah, <laughs> like text yeah. messages. It's like it's it's like you're dealing with all of those things at one time. And if you most people don't have like an efficient system to respond to everything, it's like as things come in, they they you respond to them. You know what I mean? I agree. I you know I think like the other thing that's been like super fraying is to your point of like you know letting things slide just accepting that people are going to be disappointed if their expectations are set wrong right so it's like i feel like one of the things i struggled with was not necessarily like the obligation to respond uh but it was the pressure other people would put on me with follow up messages and like you know the move these days is to put the question mark on the text that they already sent you and it's just like yeah okay like i get it like i have stuff going on i'll get to it when i get to it but you know, people want their answers. And so it's like this balance that you have to find because I think when you get into the habit of reacting to somebody else pushing you for information or time or to move at a certain pace, that's like the quickest recipe to like completely burning burning yourself out and setting up your life in a way that it's not sustainable for you. But if you really approach it where you let these things queue up and then when you feel like doing it, you, you know, sit down and just knock out the task. I feel like, at least for me, that's been an easier way to approach life. And I found this concept, bro, it's called, it's called human design. And it's like this uh, methodology of understanding yourself, kind of like, um, you know, we did the Enneagram test, that personality yeah. test a while back. Um, this is a little bit different because it diagnoses you in terms of your work style and like the way in which inspiration hits you and how you how you can perform. And so I took this thing and it told me that the best strategy for me to approach my life was rather than trying to be super consistent and rhythmic, which I think is like what you're sold in society is that success looks like you wake up every day at the same time, your routine's the same every day. It was like you need to really just chill and and sit and think until momentum and inspiration hits and like when that inspiration hits my personality is such that i could work 24 hours straight if i want to i have basically endless energy when the moment strikes until the task is complete and i really spent the holiday trying to change my work style to go more in that direction and i have felt like from a professional standpoint the output that i have is creating more impact than ever um and it's it's like simply because I'm just like putting putting everything away when I'm not doing it until I feel like doing it again. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. I mean, another thing that I think is valuable is is at this at this current juncture in time, right? It's the new year. Everybody talks about New Year's resolutions, and I think. The, the common refrain is like by March, everybody's resolutions are, are, are gone, right? Because I think what happens with people is that is a lack of understanding that you can set all the goals you want, write them down on paper. But if you're not working constantly every single year on understanding one, how to develop the discipline, like the goals don't matter. It's like becoming a disciplined person and then also understanding to 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 do things that you actually prioritize and care about 
that's what the things that you are going to be willing to develop the discipline to do. If you set some like abstract goal that you just feel like is a weakness of yours or something you need to work on, but it's not something in, in the course of your life that you've shown that you've really, you really care about that much. It's going to be really difficult to hold up that resolution. And I think that's why a lot of people fail in their New Year's resolutions is because typically it's the resolutions are based on something that they're trying to fix versus something that they're trying to optimize or work on that they actually enjoy or care about. Do things that you like to do. And I think that will make the rest of it a lot easier. Yeah, that's such a good point. I like, you know, when when they look at uh, people missing goals, I feel like everybody wants to jump on their work ethic or jump on the way that they live their life. But to your point, like maybe the goals they're setting are just wrong. And I wonder like how many people set goals incorrectly for themselves. Yeah, they do. They do. And it's, it's, un- I think the biggest thing that's unhealthy for people, and I, I suffer from this, you know, and I suffer from this because I go through periods where I feel like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? I feel like, okay, I have, I'm, and it's, it's all a reflection on, on how you view yourself to the external world. It might seem like I have it all together or I'm working really hard, but internally, I'm like, damn, I'm being lazy. I'm not doing stuff. I'm not doing stuff at the at the rate that I should be. I'm not doing things consistently. I'm not working eight hours every single day. And it's like, it's, it's, it's an odd thing to, because it's easy to say external pressures don't matter, but kind of how society views things, we're all programmed to a degree of what you know, an effective person is supposed to look like, what an optimized person, both personally and professionally, is supposed to be, you know, there are these standards that are set. And I feel like we all kind of go through this process where we all fall short of all of these standards. Nobody's, it's the whole saying, nobody's perfect, but we hold ourselves to those standards. You know what I mean? And and yeah. that's where I think a lot of our problems come in. And it's it's one of those things like you have to do a lot of deep work, but it's still something like I, I still suffer from it where once you go dark and you're like, damn, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. It's like a process to get back to, you know, your flow state, you know, that's that takes yeah. you out of your flow state once you get into your own head. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's like at at its root, it's kind of like a patience thing. It's the patience to let things develop at their own pace and, you know, for you to have the time to recharge that you need between consecutive days of hard work. Like a lot of us don't have that patience because we compare to everybody else. And like a big pet peeve for me is like motivation culture because it's usually not that people are not working hard enough. Like that's usually not the reason they're not getting to where they want. Like, People will work as hard as possible when they're actually aligned with a goal that is part of their purpose. But when they're trying to be something they're not, then they need motivation to get there. Yeah. And, and, you know, like you said, motivation culture, it's like, I think there's a lot of people who want to be better, right? Um, they want to follow and, and follow this, the, the, these clips and whether it's stoicism, whether it's, you know, optimization, whether it's, you know, uh, Read, reading books about it. Um, but the reality is, is that you have to first understand 
where you're at and realize and accept that these are some, a lot of these things are setting goals for you from based on where you're at or unrealistic. And so there's like this loop that's created for people where they'll read a self-help book and they'll see the statements that are made in the self-help book and then get frustrated and then say, okay, I'm going to do this. You know, this book told me to do this, so I'm going to do this, but not realizing that the reason that you're not doing that is because of where you're at at that current moment and that you have to be willing to do the work to get there, right? It's not the journey, it's not the destination, it's a journey. It applies to so many things in life. You have to know where you're at on the journey and be very self-aware in that. And then if you're self-aware, then you're going to also understand like some of these goals aren't realistic for me from where I'm at, the position that I'm actually at in life. But they're good for me to work toward and I'm not going to get frustrated because tomorrow I haven't fixed what's wrong today. Yeah. That's that's such a great point. It's just that having that acceptance really at the end of the day that it is a process and that it's not going to happen overnight. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with not hitting your goals. There's nothing wrong with things taking longer than you might want them to take. But as long as you're going through the process and going through it for your own sake, not for the sake of competing with others, but for the sake of being your best self, I feel like those those kind of things take away the stigma around certain pieces of work like it takes away any sort of hesitancy to do something it takes away stress related to different tasks when you're doing it because you feel like you need to do it for you it's just like it's very easy to get into flow state to your point from earlier compared to doing things where they feel like chores and it's like all in the mentality at the end of the day it's all in the way that you approach life what life gives you back a hundred percent i think a lot of people are, are get stuck in the sense that this is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life, right? This is where I'm supposed to be at. These are the things that I should have. And all those things are kind of the reasons why we have so much depression because everybody's not going to have everything, you know? Yeah. Um, and you're not going to have most of what you want, but you can be very, to your point, but if you do find things that you care about, you can be satisfied with much less than if you're not doing things that you're passionate about right Correct. um things become things become a lot easier to manage when psychologically you're in balance um and not frustrated by things like finances things like that obviously you need to do something that covers what you need but that's the other part of it right is it's like don't put yourself in a situation financially that you're not you don't have the income to support. That's the other thing that happens with people. They buy the house before they can afford it. They buy the car before they can afford it. And they think that that's going to make them feel happier. But what it's doing is creating another crap for them that's preventing them from getting there. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and that's the whole concept of debt in, in our society. That's, that's why it exists is to get people into a cycle where they never fully pay off that debt, but they consistently are making payments toward that debt. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, just to add to that, it's like finding where your ceiling is from a lifestyle standpoint and the lower, like I know my ceiling in California and the same lifestyle in Ohio would probably be one third of the cost. But at the same time, like, 
a big part of you know what is important to me is being near the ocean so it's like i'm willing to spend more so i understand that the trade-in is that i have to make more yeah right and it's like at the end of the day if you're comfortable with that and you know that like for me being around nature creates so much peace and harmony in my life that that it's easier to be more productive professionally and for that reason it's it's well and i'm happier so it's well worth making that that trade-off but at the same time if i were to 100x my income between today and tomorrow would i spend any money on anything no because i've reached you know what i would consider to be a lifestyle ceiling and it's not not that crazy from a financial perspective to maintain my lifestyle the way it's at but to feel like a sense of you know tremendous abundance so you know from that perspective like i resonate really deeply with this idea of not playing the game not chasing after comparison and chasing after other people's things but figuring out what works for you build toward that and it's it's you know i think when you really figure out what you actually want it's relatively cheap compared to what you thought you needed yeah a hundred percent i mean that's 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 very true understanding what your what your actual needs are and then building a life and understanding what you need to get to them you know and that's that's as simple as it gets, you know. There's nothing wrong with having the ambition to, if if driving a driving a a, a BMW is important to you, and it's something that that is a goal of yours, then there's nothing wrong. That's the other thing. Like I feel like there's two sides to this this conversation that's that's very polarizing. It's like, oh, you're not supposed to care about any of these material things. That's that's not realistic either. You just need to know what are the things that you actually value. It's very unreal. What do you want to yeah, work for? I, I don't I don't I don't yeah. think it's good to have a poverty mindset. You know what I mean? I don't think that that's that's healthy either to just completely dismiss everything that could potentially bring you. Unfortunately, there's a real reality of living in in the society that we live in that Things are transactional. Getting the things that you need, for the most part, you couldn't. You can't just go put a tent up by the ocean and not not get ticketed or get arrested for that. You have to actually buy a dwelling to go li- be able to live in that space, right? Um, yeah. And, and that's the thing that I think happens is like there's two sides of it. It's like the people who are caught up in get too caught up in the material and the, the financial aspects of of signaling their worth through that. And then there's the opposite end, which is like you're you're pushed to kind of have this mindset that, oh, nobody, you shouldn't, you shouldn't work to make money. Money isn't important. Reality is the truth lies somewhere in the middle for happiness lies somewhere in the middle of those two kind of polarized messages. Yeah. And you know, just like when you're a kid, like you save up that allowance money, but you do spend it on something. You spend it on a video game or a toy or whatever you value, right? And so there's nothing wrong with working for the things you want. You know, life is meant to be enjoyed. It's not meant to be feared. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's, that's a good thing. With that said, I mean, going into the new year for everybody, you know, like just, just don't look at it as, and feel the pressure of your new year resolutions. Like you have to get all of this stuff done this year that you hadn't accomplished in the past 40 years or 20, 30, 15, 10 years of your life, whatever wherever whatever state that you're in and just look at it as another opportunity to make it through another calendar year and get closer you know get closer to where you're trying to go 
not complete the race. I feel like that's the other part of it. It's like everybody's always trying to complete the journey every single year. And the reality is your life isn't a one-year journey. Yep, 100%. It's on a one one moment at a time journey, yeah. really. Yeah. You know, and it's it's all about just like letting things letting things happen and you know i think on that note like uh we we always want to remind you to be you and you as fly Where's my boys at? Uh,